0: This week, we talk about sugar being good for you. Also, we'll take the mystery out of magnesium and talk about a gym bro breakup. Let's get into it. You've ever broke up with a gym bro? I've never had a gym bro. I've always been a lone wolf. <laughs> a lone sniper wolf? I'm... I don't know how people come up with YouTube channel names, a, by the a, way. not a group guy. My daughters watch this YouTube channel called Sniper Wolf. And it's like Ooh. just a kid thing, but I don't... I don't care. I like it. Yeah. I, I don't huh. know where they come up with these, though. It's so rando. I want that to be my nickname. <laughs> All right. So... This here's Josh, and this is Sniper Wolf. This a Sniper Wolf. So I saw this meme, and I thought it was pretty freaking hilarious. It says, my boyfriend's gym bro dude broke up with him, and then it's a screen cap of a text, and it says, hey, bro, I'm going to start going alone. I don't get the same pumps with some of your workouts like I do alone. I was talking to the big black dude, and it has a lot to do with the fact that we have different body types, and I'm just talking about chest and back workouts. Arms, legs, and abs are always fucking amazing with you. <laughs> he's, he sounds like all oh, those good times we had together. He sounds like he's breaking up with the, his lady, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> uh, just made me chuckle, man. I get, I'm, I'm, kinda, I'm with you, though. I'm, And last week we talked about how I went to Planet Fitness with my buddy. And he keeps wanting me to go, but I'm never available. Right. So that's my problem is, you know, I can't beat the convenience of my home gym. And I actually really enjoyed... Isn't Planet Fitness 24-7, though? Well, it is. I mean, I can go there, my, but I have to go with him because... Oh. But I'm just not available at the same time he is. And, you know, with my crazy-ass schedule, it doesn't... They don't overlap. Sure. So it's just unfortunate. But I actually did enjoy, you know, the, the extra push of just following him around the gym and just doing the circuit. I mean, my, the, ba- the a weird part of my tries were sore for like four days after. Oh. That never are. Cause he was, we were doing some like pull downs with some flare at the end. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, and I'd never yeah, done ro- that on the ropes. Yeah, and it was wow. It worked that's a, a different that's part. A finisher. Oh yeah, it was. So, you know, I I wish I had more time to. Have I'll do that. Up. I'll do like the big hard like metal V bar. Yeah. I'll just put the pin all the way to the bottom and just and just go as hard. And as then can. as soon as I can't do any more. I'll just take that out and then I'll grab the rope and go half that weight and then just just right. finish it. Yeah. For maximum oh. suffrage. And it's, by the end, I could take the pin all the way out and couldn't do anything. Right. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not fried. Just toast. And so, my arms are just shaking. <laughs> it's fun, yeah, it's funny because I, I was driving home. I'm like, it was already starting to go. My tries are starting to go already. <laughs> and then the next day I'm like, Damn. Like I don't get that sore Straighten your arm. Yeah. It was tough. So that's kind of cool. So that, I think that's an advantage of working out with a partner is, you know, they, you just don't get in the same rut, but it is so hard to freaking schedule. Um, so, you know, whatever, man, do whatever Well, as long as you're working every day. Right. Yeah. You still have to do it. Right. So what have you been doing? Still you were saying optimize it. You were saying how tired you are. What have you been doing lately for training? Yeah. I've been doing a lot of volume. So, not, what's your goal? What not, are you training for not right so now? Much strength, life, <laughs> not to suck at life. <laughs> <laughs> but you are not training for CrossFit well, or yeah. A marathon. Yeah, or CrossFit. W- I want to get. I want to do. I want to be competitive in CrossFit. Um, in my age bracket. <laughs> Preface that. Um, I just need. It's. It's. we talked about this a million times before. When it comes to the fitness part yeah. of Fit and Furious. Yep. The fit part. I need a carrot. Right. 24, seven, 365, there has to be a carrot out there. And you know, what's not, you know, what's not doing it anymore, but it did it for years is signing up for the half marathon. Oh, it's not cutting it. Right. So what is now then? Just doing local competitive comp- competitions. Okay. With CrossFit. So, so you're doing the crap what's called the CrossFit game? all no, 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 no. There's just like little, there's like, Dakota games and oh, the okay. tundra games and there'll be like a um a meltdown okay. in the spring they call it because yep. the ice is melting right i get it there's little competition you know like slow pitch softball yeah and there's softball tournaments yep there's crossfit tournaments right all over okay like and every weekend you could find one really oh yeah oh wow i had no idea yeah and there's some big ones nationally there's one in arizona there's one in miami in December, so that's what you're using is is the yeah is the thing to push you a little bit. Yep. So, just give us a brief overview. What do you? What's your training schedule look like now? I usually do cardio, <sighs> some type of um, conditioning programming in the morning, like mid morning. Are you uh, running or rowing or just all all a mix of all of it? Running, rowing, biking. Um, And it's, it's usually, it's, it's good. It's, it's a lot of volume. And then I mix in a lot of mobility throughout the day. Not in, when I say mobility, not just touch your toes for 30 seconds, like mobility. I wish I could. Which it fucking hurts. Like I I have tears sometimes. So I do that. And then I do a lot of skill work. What's that? Um, I'm glad you asked. Well, see in, in CrossFit, when you run into competitions, you're going to run into a lot of skill stuff, right? To test your fitness, prove your fitness. Yep. Some of that stuff is like walking on your hands. Oh, right. Because um, yeah, walking your hands climbs. is not just brute strength. I mean, that takes a lot of freaking. It's, it's a it's a skill. Yeah, I mean, tons of strong people cannot walk in their hands. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a coordination skill. Um, is that something that's required in most CrossFit? Is walking on your hands? Yeah. That just must eliminate half the people that enter, like, immediately. It does. It does. <laughs> it, well, it, and, and there's called standards. Like, yeah. people are going, hey, this competition's coming up, and, and you want to you go with me? And they'll say, oh, all right, well, what are the standards? Meaning, what am I going to have to do, because if I can't do half this shit? Because then... the, the workouts are normally a surprise. Right, right. That's what I was going to say. Yep. You don't and know. And that's part of the fun, like, when you watch the national ones. Yeah. They're like, all right, guys, today, and it's the big reveal, yep. and then everybody's like, oh, shit, or yes. Exactly. So... But they'll have a list of standards when they announce the competition. And that's they'll kind say, of things that every CrossFitter should sort of know? Yes. They'll have like on a on – you'll pull up your screen and they'll have the list of standards and it'll just be bullet points. It says okay. handstand walk, um, be able to deadlift 400 pounds or snatch 200. Because I noticed like they have kind of male and female weights. But, I mean, if if you're a dude, it's like you got to do this amount of weight X many times – doesn't matter how big you are. How it's you know you got to snatch or jerk or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's got to do the same weight. Ma- same, all the males have to do the same weight, right? The same amount of. So reps. if and if That's you tough. go and the competition says these are the standards, and it says you must be able to clean and jerk two fifty. Well, if you're if you're wondering, max clean and jerk is one seventy five. You probably don't want to join that competition, <laughs> right? Exactly. So. Yeah, so you have to know kind of what, that you can do all the things pretty well. Yep. You know, to even
1: And then some it. of
0: them, um, some of the regional ones, like the Dakota Games, you have to be able to swim. Oh, shit. Yeah, because right. they, they bus you over to Halbert Aquatic no, Center. And, let's say you, you can do everything except one event. Can you just like take a penalty and skip it? Usually. Or is it just a no finish? Usually you can, some people will just stand there. And just say, I can't do this. So I'm just right. going to take a take the L, take the last place, and then try and make it back right. with the other stuff I'm good at. Some competitions, like the games at the highest level, they have a minimum work requirement. So if you can't do the minimum work requirement within that workout. And you just eliminated. From the whole weekend. Right, right. Wow. That's craziness. Yep. You got to know your shit. So like one year, Matt Fraser. Who's won like five times five in a, row, in a row. He just retired, right? Yep. And he had such an insurmountable lead that he could have just stood there for all Sunday. Oh, the whole day? Yeah. Holy Jesus. And But he had a, there was a minimum work requirement. So if he didn't oh, do yeah. until, if there was seven rounds, if he didn't do five rounds. So he had to at least hit those thresholds. Yep. To not get wiped. And then there's one point in that day where he knew exactly, I mean, he was just all business. Yep. And then he knew exactly what the minimum work requirement was. And then you could just see it just, just smile. They had little yeah. tears. He just he knew. He knew he'd got it. He knew no matter how he, he did it. Yep. Yep. That's great. Well, so yeah, no, so that's uh and then to, we got scrolled there a little bit, but mm-hmm. to answer the rest of your question, and then at the end of the day, in the evening, like right now at the time of day, I would all go to CrossFit, actually do CrossFit. Okay. For an hour. Right. A little insight into Dewey's workout so regimen. Here's, here's, and are you doing seven days a week right now? No, well, I'm doing something, something. Every, like every, even if it's just single. rowing or running. Like a little today, bit. today I just biked because today because we record on Wednesdays. This is Wednesday right now. Mm-hmm. I know it's Friday for everybody else, but mm-hmm. or Sunday or Sunday, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Wednesdays are my rest day and i've done mobility and biked for 45 minutes already (laughs) so you've done more than my rest more than your average person probably does on a heavy day you've you've done on your light day right and i put i don't know you probably saw this but i'll pull it up anyways i put this on facebook i can't keep up with all your shit Okay, yeah, so, oh, that's your... And it, <laughs> calories, okay, calories burned, 4,000... Wait, is that calories burned right there, yep. expended? 43.75, yeah, yep. that's a lot. And actually, I think that ended up being <laughs> 4,700 oh, at the shit. end of that day. And, and you said you're working with a coach now, and you, you're doing kind of a... And we're going to get into this later as we talk about the sugar thing. Yep. Um, you're doing kind of a... Carb heavy and protein, and, yeah, and actually, and I carb got, loading for massive for maximum performance. Yeah, and I got my hand slapped. So what? What's your cal- caloric intake on? And you do like a one day kind of a uh, Sundays, every Sunday where is just whoo, let it rip, let it rip. But, but I screwed, and then you're, but I got low on the other days. Yep, restricted yeah, two thousand. Okay, during the week and then so typically five thousand. Double what you're taking in. Then, well, you remember uh, when we talked about day. the metabolic basal rate, mm-hmm. and you need to, your total daily energy expenditure. You need to at least be in a 500 calorie deficit to kill a pound. To yeah. kill a pound, well, <clears throat> that was 2,700. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no shit. So you you could kill a pound every day and a half. Right, of fat. Right. So, ultimately, unless you're making it up but, with, with with Sandy's uh, donuts on the Sundays. Well, see, <laughs> he, he took those from me. <laughs> He said, uh, he said, no. You know, he's been watching my progress, watching my numbers. Now, are you entering everything you're eating to, oh, yeah. like tracker-wise? Yep. So he's seeing all that? Yep. So he said, okay, no more donuts, mm. just sugar. In what form? Perfect segue. Yeah, we're going to segue into Perfect that. Perfect segue. Before we get, so just in what form did he tell you? No form. Doesn't matter. Just not no fat. Not, Not the, the oil, sugars donuts. and fats combined. I was eating donut. donuts yeah. and that's just as much fat as it is sugar. Yeah, that's the evil elixir. Absolutely. And, and veg, weird, horrible seed oils too. Yep. So he's, his, his and, and I, I fast too. So Sunday morning I did everything wrong for the first few Sundays. I woke up Sunday morning, I went running yep. for five to eight miles and then I came home. Oh well, shit, it's noon. By the time I take a shower and ice cold shower try and cool off the way the weather's been no shit and then then I finally eat oh fuck it's noon one o'clock last weekend it was 2.30 so you were intermittent fasting basically and and I still have to eat 5,000 calories right so I was way short and he said okay didn't think I'd have to tell you of all people this but you can't fast on Sundays when you have to eat 5,000 calories right so he said, I want gummy bears at your nightstand Whoa. and wake up to a handful of gummy bears and Whoa. just eat like that all day long. Just So you're just getting that glucose in there. Gummy bears, just to load Sour Patch Kids, breakfast cereal. Just to load up the tank. Yep. Even the breakfast cereal one was, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of fun. And all you Joe Cubicos out there, don't take this as license to Oh do no, you can. Shit. You just got to join me yeah. with the other shit. Yeah, you got you got to make sure you're hitting 4700 calories burned a day, okay? <laughs> right. You know, and that's one day a week he's doing that. So don't, you know, take that as license yeah. to Yeah, the other 6 <clears throat> days are turkey ground turkey, chicken breast, right. vegetables. Yep. They're, it's not that sexy. <laughs> Those <laughs> oh, other shit. 6 days are like motherfucker. All right, well we'll get into the sugar thing in a little bit. I want to talk about one more thing that I you know, we're always talking about how to frame the conversation and I remember you had a thing about you know I don't do this I do this it's kind of a negative versus positive mindset kind of thing mm-hmm. and this is a good meme that uh, demonstrates that it says I don't diet and exercise I eat and train right see that's a great way to think about it because you're thinking from a positive affirmative you know affirmation style well, yeah, of thinking because we've demonized those top words so much because right, diet you think Ugh, I gotta avoid the evil things, and, and you're always, diet just means food.
1: Well, it right, just means but, what you're eating.
0: Well, but diet just sim, to me signifies restriction, Th- right? Because yeah, well, because the it's connotation, got the negative connotation, right? Yeah. So, you know, and exercise, so I eat and train. So he's basically, you know, the way you're looking at it when you say I eat and train, it's more you're fueling this activity rather than restricting yourself and avoiding things. That reminds me so, of uh, when I don't know why when you pulled this up. I saw I don't diet and exercise I eat and train. Mm-hmm. Forgot his name, but cuz I'm not really in, immersed in that world, but um a super popular diet bodybuilder died. Yes, I week, saw that this week and 49 years old. I know. Yeah, um, that. that and, hit, and no it was the uh it was the Mountain Dog. Uh, that was his uh Okay. I oh, will pull him up. We'll oh pull him up here. death. Yeah, that, he was. That was his uh, kind of. His oh Name in yeah. his yep, YouTube yep. channel.
1: Uh, yeah, that's pro him.
0: bodybuilder John Meadows dies unexpectedly, at forty nine, my exact age, by the way. Forty nine. Yeah, and you're forty eight, right? It says blood dies of blood clot. But yeah, or I heard pulmonary embolism. Yeah, you know. But they 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 don't leave out of that, or they leave out of the headline is that he had a heart attack at forty five. Oh, did he? Okay. So. People will say, and people are like in the comments or like to be assholes say, um, well, that's what steroids do to. You. Right. But you know what? You know what it is? It's the added mass. Well, it's the lack of cardio. Oh. You're still not taking right. care of your, your cardiovascular system. Right. You're, if your respiratory health is poor because you hate running, yeah. You can't just lift your way to homeostasis. Well, you know who else died? Well, and this guy was massive on the stairways. That Rich Piana guy. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, and what he said, he made a really good point. He said your body doesn't care if it's fat or muscle; it's still weight. Right. That it has to struggle to Work pump hard. blood through. Right. 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 Because right. Right. the human heart is a certain size. Mm-hmm. So if you're 300 pounds of hulking muscle, you, you know your healthy. heart's like this stuff. Right. This right. is hard. Right. You know. So I think all these bodybuilders are. At m- much higher risk than your average person, you know, just because of the massive weight they're carrying around, of, mm-hmm. even if it's lean muscle mass. And that's why Arnold was like, "I'm a movie star now. I'm famous." Right. Body, that, that just the mass. He just, just needs to be ripped enough to get laid. Right? <laughs> he just hires him. <laughs> right. the housekeeper. <laughs> that's just a crime of opportunity. There, good. Uh, but yeah, so it seems like a lot of these bodybuilders, well, like if you've seen Jay Cutler, he's another one that yeah. won Mr. Olympia like four or five times. And he's still not competing, but still look at him. Yeah. He's still a monster. Well, he still is to compare to your average person. Well, compared to anybody. Well, right. His but I think he's. Biceps are still the size of my head. Yeah. But I think he's, he, he knows he can't stay that way forever. He's doing it because it's his brand and he's selling supplements and training and right, stuff. Right, And he knows if he shrinks, then that all that stuff goes away because you can't be. Would it though? Well, you can't be a bodybuilder and be all skinny. But you you know, don't have you to be a bodybuilder. You can say, you know who I am? you know what my name is? Buy my protein. True. But then when he shows up at all these you know, conferences and stuff and he looks small, but, people but go. But he's got the belt. Yeah, more everybody knows. No, I agree, and I would, I would still trust his judgment. Yeah, but he just knows that the teenage boys that want to buy these pre work huts and stuff, yeah, they want to see a monster. Sure, you know, when they sign up to get his autograph and stuff. So it's unfortunate because then it forces them to try to retain this amount of mass, right? Which is really hard to do. Um. So yeah, that was that was kind of sad to hear, and it it's almost like NFL, you know, or WWE guys. I mean the life expectancy is just short oh uh, yeah yeah those wrestlers they you know a lot of it's steroids and weight related too and just horrible lifestyle but uh you know yeah it's sad speaking of weight related death okay this uh <laughs> we talked about i'm not laughing i'm just laughing because of what i sent you when i found out about it and i said boy that'll make you think <laughs> yeah, and what did I say back? I said it should, but it it won't. It, you know, to to your, your average person. Well, you know. what I meant was when people say, "Oh, so and so passed. Oh, what? So young and healthy." Well, that'll make you think. Could be you at any time. That really doesn't make me think. <laughs> no, I, I don't have any danger of dying of the same in the When same I method. when I when I hear yeah. somebody who's six hundred pounds dies at thirty, I think. What, at 600 pounds? Yeah, at that's 30, obvious. you're playing with Halter's money already. That's obvious. Right. Why? You're already in double overtime. Now, if it said got hit by train, then I'd be, holy shit, that's shocking. Right. But I don't think that's what happened. Right. Let's investigate, shall we? <laughs> okay, so this story says, my 600-pound life star, Gina Marie, crassly, dead. Which it is fucking heartbreaking. Oh, it is. I mean, well, completely avoidable. Yep. But some people say, you don't know that. Wow. Well, it was genetics. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, Genetics is the bullet in the gun. You pull the trigger. Yep, exactly. And it says her official cause of death has not been disclosed. She was 30 years old. She was 600 pounds. We don't need an official <laughs> right. announcement. Oh, my God. Okay, so she was on the TLC. Remember, we, we talked about this show a while back, My 600-Pound Life. And it, what's sad is it makes stars of these people. So oh, people make, almost want, like, let's say you're 400 pounds. Would you rather take the effort to slim down or get up to six hundo so you can be on TV? You know the answer for me. <laughs> well, I know for you. But your average person, you know, that's kind of fame-starved, especially in this culture that we're in, It's you can see why they go, out, well, I'm gaining 20 a month, so, you know, in two years I can be on the show. Right. And, you know, they get some sort of type of notoriety out of it. They get paid, you know, so they – it's unfortunately, there's there's kind of a carrot there, ironically. For not sure. carrots, but. There's a donut on the end of this. Thing. There's a donut, right? So, yeah, it says an obituary state she died at her home in New Jersey earlier this week. Um, yeah, I don't think we need to know the cause of death. I mean, you know, it's weight related, obviously, some type of organ, massive organ shutdown due to her body just not that's, being able to deal with that. It's brutal. <clears throat> so. Yikes. Oh, okay. And here's well, here's one thing that bothers me, and we've talked about this, too, in previous episodes. So, she started the Dancing Has No Size Limit TikTok trend and dreamed of one day opening up a dance studio for special needs children. Well, you need to be able to walk
1: and yeah, what dance. exactly
0: are you doing to open? Oh, it's probably just hand jive or what? Is, I mean, yeah. What? What is she? She can't dance. No, exactly. And plus this whole... Dancing has no size limit BS. Oh, no, it really does. It, Yeah. Like, I can't dance, but that's a lack of skill. But I could dance better than her, you know, because she can literally can't get out of a freaking chair. Um, okay, so this show, it, peel, it says, Peels Back the Curtain on People Undergoing Gastric Bypass Surgeries. You know, what's funny about that is almost all of them that do the surgery, they just keep getting freaking huger and, and busting through the staples. And, oh, they just... To just stretch the new stomach out. Yeah, I mean that is not nature finds a way. (laughs) Yeah, right. That is not the the solution. No. Um, Yeah, it's not a stomach thing. It's a brain thing. Right. Exactly. I had someone in my family undergo this um, procedure a few. uh, I don't know. Geez, a decade ago, maybe two actually, and lost some weight in the beginning because you know they're kind of like committed and stuff, and then saw them like a year later right back to where they were. It's like. (sighs) Yeah, okay, you went through all that freaking... You literally went through a surgery. You know who did it? And you're no better off. You know who did it years ago? He took all those and risks. It Who's that? Scott Hennen. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a local radio talk show host, by he's the way, for those listening in, in England. But he should... Um, <clears throat> he kept it off, though, huh? He did. He's he's very frail now. I bet he's... He's skinny fat now, but... Well, that's a thing. He won't, because he doesn't lift weights. Right. Yeah, so he just basically dropped the... F- the fat is all. And muscle. Build any, Dropped oh, everything. <laughs> right. Yeah, just from lack of calories. He's gangly and just yep. like skeletal. his face yeah. is all like sunken in and yep. it's just, it's sickly.
1: It's yeah, not but, a
0: good look. No, it's not. uh I mean, you know, why pick, wouldn't you want to just choose to be fit? Right. Yeah, choose to be fit. So, um, okay, so... She says, struggling with her weight has been hard. I felt like my entire life I was just pushed under the rug. She used food as an escape and was 300 pounds by 14 years old. Son of a bitch. 300 pounds by 14. Holy shit. As I was getting closer to 500 pounds, it started to get harder to do things. No shit. No shit. She is survived by her wife of six years, Elizabeth Crassley, Sister Allie Samuel's mother... Kathy, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Wow. And then, of course, TLC, you know, the money-grubbing bastard they are, (laughs) said they were deeply saddened by the loss of Gina Crassley, who started her weight loss journey in My 600 pounds Life. Our thoughts and prayers are with her family, and our only regret is we didn't have a couple more years of exploiting her. (laughs) Here's a link to the show. (laughs) No shit. That's crazy. Had. So then that got me thinking, like, I know there had to have been other deaths related to this show, right? Well, there was so, one in that article, wasn't there? Well, there was, but I found a kind of repository of... Sadly. That's what I don't get. Well, it is it's sad. It's not tragic. It's sad, but it's not tragic. It's sad, but it's not surprising. That's what I mean by tragic. Yeah, yeah, it should say... When a young person passes away. Who have sadly killed themselves is what I should say. right. Right. Or were exploited for their weight and then allowed to die. Who were enabled as children. Exactly. You yeah. don't get to 14 years old and weigh 300 pounds without being enabled. That would be hard to do, actually. It I mean, would. It, without being strictly pushed in that direction. Yeah, careful now. Because now you're going to start empowering the people. To, <laughs> it's not our fault. It's their genetics. <laughs> I'm saying, left to, to a kid's own devices, I mean... Well, there is some true. I mean, if you gave two, you know, different kids the same amount of exact calories a day, some will gain weight quicker than others. I mean, let's face it; we know that. Let's face it: the parent you've watched the show. Well, just a couple. The parents aren't ultra marathoners. No, (laughs) exactly. So they learned it somewhere. But I'm saying to get to 300 by the time you're 13, that would be hard to achieve. If somebody paid you a million dollars and said you got to be 300 by your 13, impossible. It'd be hard. Impossible. Right? Because I ate enough when I was that age. Right. So I don't know how you do that even if burning. you're trying to. Right. So I mean there I know there is a genetic component, but you just have to say, Well, I drew the short stick. Right. I I got I'm gonna have to work harder than the guy who's always skinny. He's gotta work harder. Exactly. It's like the, the NFL player who just had to do extra practices and stay after practice and catch more balls and just work harder than everybody else to make the team. Right. Isn't there a story about Michael Jordan? Didn't he get cut yeah, from his high school kind of a bullshit team or was it's, that bullshit? Yeah. Cut, he didn't a great make. Motivational he didn't story make though. the varsity team, <laughs> and they said, "Nope, come back next year." But he was only a sophomore, oh, so that wasn't he wasn't expected no, to by no, then. Okay. exactly. But that's just that's that's hyped up. But he came back the next year as a junior and like was all state, <laughs> right? But so not as perfect sure a of a story. story as you want, but right. <laughs> but there's plenty of examples of that. Adam Thielen. <clears throat> oh, what's his what's his deal? Undrafted. Oh, right. right. Division three. And just that's a guy had to work his pants off. Just forced his way into the team. Oh, just just give me a chance. Undeniable. signed him to special teams and he was on punt. He was a gunner on the punt return team or kick up punt team. He just crashed helmets and just worked his ass off. And then you just have to earn your spot. Yeah. At that point. Yep. And when you get your chance, don't fuck it up. Right. That's for all of us a lesson to learn in life. Right. Is when you like, oh, I really want to get in the game. That okay. chance comes. <laughs> You're going in now. Now you have to catch the ball. <laughs> right. Right. So ho- I hope you practice catching the ball because it's your chance. Yeah. So you can't go, I never right. get a chance. And then when you get your chance, fuck up. And then they say, well, what happened? Is, well, I didn't think I was going to get a chance. So that's I didn't practice. I loved, that's why I love the NFL because it's a true meritocracy. 100%. Because a coach will not – Continue to play you if you suck. Right. It's a tr- it is a true meritocracy. And Any sport is a meritocracy. And if you're good, you know, you, you and if you put the work in, you can prove yourself mm-hmm. and work your way up from undrafted, like you said, like what do they call it? A walk on or whatever. Uh under, UFA, unrestricted fee. Yeah, you can you, you can just, literally work yourself up through the ranks and end up as a starter like he did. Right. Which is crazy. You know, but that story too is kind <clears> of a little kind of like the Michael Jordan story, he's a little bit of a misnomer. Just for the simple fact that some guys like Adam Thielen just don't find their groove or come into their own until a, certain until a little point. later. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's not like he's just constantly been overlooked. Well, look at Brady. Right. You right. Know I mean, you know, he didn't. He drafted like what way low? I saw. I saw funny nine. Yeah. I saw a funny uh, meme the other day. <clears throat> it, I can't remember his name, but a different player. It said this guy was drafted. Had a 12, had like 15 seasons in the NFL and entered the Hall of Fame all between after Brady was was drafted and before Brady's retired. Like he had a complete oh, right, drafting, right season, complete yeah. career and entered the Hall of Fame. And Peyton Brady's Manning. still playing. It was Peyton Manning. No, it was uh, some linebacker guy. But, oh, oh. But uh, yeah, it was just kind of funny how. Just the longevity of Brady is insane. right because Peyton Manning was drafted after Brady. It wasn't him. And but he retired. Was, it, was and it went out the Hall of Fame, him. and Brady's yeah. still playing. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So you know, you're in control either way. Even if you get the shitty, the shitty hand of cards, and you know you're the person that, given the same amount of calories, gains weight quicker than the other person. Well, so what? As Jocko is, Wilnick would say, good. Right, dude. Good. This, this could not be a better timing for me right now. Can <laughs> you know what I'm listening to? Jocko Wilnick can't hurt me. Oh,
1: David, oh, uh, David, David Goggins. Goggins.
0: Yeah, and I get goosebumps thinking about yeah. it. But I'm on the part of this this <laughs> yes. part of the book of the story right now of him losing, going from 300 pounds down to like 190 or whatever it is right. in three months. <laughs> And so he could get into seal to Bud's training. That guy is just a freak of nature and, me, as far as his dedication. And dude, could you think about everything we're bombarded with in our day-to-day lives with self-love and positive self-talk. And if anybody read his book mm-hmm. that is real big into that self-love and self-affirmation and, and just body positivity, if they he heard he read, read his book or listen to the audiobook cuz that's what I'm doing I'm listening to the audiobook yep in that book he said he had an accountability mirror and he put post-its on this mirror and the, the post-it said you're a fat fuck <laughs> you're a piece of shit <laughs> you're never going to amount to anything <laughs> right and he would wake up every morning brushing his teeth and he'd read those post-its and say motherfucker and that was what his his fuel was it, right yeah right Yep. And he goes, and that's the problem with people who don't believe in themselves is they're just this positive self-talk. If you look in the mirror, if if you go, it's okay, it'll be okay. You're just fucking lying to yourself. You're just giving yourself an excuse not yes. to do anything. Yes, yeah, you're just lying to yourself. Yeah, all that positive affirmation, self-talk, a lot of that stuff is just an excuse, a rationalization. Right. Whereas Goggins is like, no, you have to actually go out there and kick ass. Right, and, and he's an extreme example, of course. Uh, he's mean, over the top. He's a nut, but, complete nut. But the best thing he he barely graduated high school, and we're looking at a picture of him here. So go on the YouTube channel if you're uh, listening, or or just Google David Goggins before and after or something, and it shows kind of a fat dude, and then a totally jacked, ripped guy in great shape. And and he went from when he was on the left, he couldn't run four hundred meters, <laughs> uh, four hundred around a <laughs> track. He couldn't run four hundred meters. Right. And he said, I'm going to become a Navy SEAL. And he said, what I did is the equivalent of a D to F student in high school going to Harvard. Right. Physically. Yeah. The physical requirement to become a Navy SEAL. The distance he had to go. Yes. And quality and and effort and ability. And he's just consistency and relentless relentless and truth to himself. Yeah he He just has a he just forced himself to create a skill of being able to go in that accountability mirror and go, "You're not good enough right you're not yeah doesn't and, matter what your grandma fucking says yeah you're just you're not good enough and that that persistence thing is so huge and you know I always talk about this with with my kids and back when I was going to networking groups and really you know doing a lot of mindset type stuff mm-hmm. the thing that I would always Try to focus on and try to bring to other people's attention if they hadn't really focused on it was grit, you know, which is just a term for basically being persistent persistent in the face of difficulty, right? You know, and, yep. that, and there's a TED talk by uh, I forget her name, but I'll, I'll find the link. And it's, it's a gal that wrote a book. Um, she's a educator, philosopher, you know, educator. Brené Brown, whoever teaches. Uh, I got to look it up now. Um, it'll, it'll show up real quick. Angela Duckworth. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've heard the power of passion and perseverance. I reckon as soon as I saw her face. Yeah. Okay. I'll put this link in the, in the show notes, but you got to watch this because for anybody that has kids or just if you're trying to improve yourself, She taught, she, cause she studied, you know, cause as educator and she's an educator as educator, right? She like studies the theory of education and how to get the best results. So she studied what actually works and, and she found that there was no predictor. Like, uh, you normally you think, oh, you know, the rich kids always, you know, are going to get better grades and the poor kids have such bad family situations. They're, they're going to get worse grades. None of that was a, a predictor of someone's academic success and, Throughout all this testing, the one thing that was Was this innate quality that a kid had Which she called grit And she really couldn't articulate it any better than sure. that word Right. And she said, if this kid has the ability To persist in the face of difficulty They will be successful Didn't matter their base IQ, their economic circumstances Race, gender, any of that stuff That's That's Goggins Right. Yeah. So that's because so what people, crucial. a lot of people, see that before and after picture of Goggins, mm-hmm. and they think, "Oh, wow, what a cool story." You know what they don't hear, unless you read the book or listen to the book, is academically. Oh, he barely graduated high school by mm-hmm. fucking cheating. <laughs> he didn't even just wasn't <laughs> smart enough to just. Yeah. So, but he needed to score a fifty. On the ASVAB, which is the mechanical aptitude part of the ASVAB, to get into the military. Mm-hmm. He needed a score of 50 on the mechanical aptitude section. And, well, he did miserably the first time around. You need a 36 out of 99 mm. just to get into the military. So oh, the, to make the SEALs or whatever that you got to... No, or, just to get into the armed forces. Oh, okay. You need a 36. Yep. And then if you get a 36... Now, here are your choices. Oh, okay. Marines, Army, Air Force? I'm mm, going to have to do a little better. No, <laughs> can't I can't be crashing planes. Right. <laughs> so, not that just because I'm an Air Force <laughs> vet in my bias, but you needed to get like 53 or something to get into the Air Force. Right. So I bet that's not uh, the source of many jokes and or giving other guys in different branches shit at all, right? Oh, the fact the, you have to have a higher score to get into the Air Force. When the Marines, <laughs> Marines would be like doing bullshit calisthenics and working out in the morning and we'd have towels around our neck going to the pool in saudi arabia and <laughs> they'd be busting their ass and they'd be like must be rough chair force we'd be like score better on the asvab grunt chair force that's good <laughs> <laughs> and then hope they didn't want to fight <laughs> but yeah so you know it's a parent this is something that i've tried to totally you know live and as hard as it is when you're watching your kids like suffer through trying to learn something. Mm-hmm. I resist the urge to jump in because I need to know that in the face of something difficult, they're going to persist. Right. Because I know that this grit, and if I can, you know, some of it's innate some and of some it of is. it's taught, you Some know? of it's, but I'm going to give it I'm gonna, whatever they don't have in that, that they inherited. If they didn't, you know, if they didn't inherit enough, I'm going to try to inject more to try to, you know, peg the needle as much as I can. Um, that old that old saying is, how did you know you could? And you say I didn't until I had to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So But back know. to that Goggins thing, he gets when he gets through that, not only is he doing r- running like four miles in the morning, swimming for two hours during the day, running four miles again, going to the gym, he's when he gets home, mm-hmm. he's studying for that fucking test. <laughs> right. <Damn. sighs> Now what does he do for fun? He runs up 100 miles and does pull-ups till his hands look like that. Yeah, look like at his and his hand is just tore up. And he's the definition of and he's no he, pain, no gain, right? That's something he, he's he, living. That he he lives the theory that successful people you you'll stay hard. That's his thing. You know, yep, yep, he put hard, it at the yep. bottom. Stay hard. Yep. His whole thing is to be successful. Be you have to see might be the baddest you're one of people. The on the planet. People- you have to find that stuff. Like seek it out. Brain is right. the most powerful weapon. Not only do you not avoid world. hard things. Yeah, look at them there. you yeah, you're seeking them out. Yeah, you're not avoiding them hard things. Yeah. Because they hurt. You're going, I'm going to do this and it's gonna hurt like a motherfucker. Because of that. Right. And that's why it's a that's why it's a good thing. And that reminds me of the Jocko Jocko's kind of a, I think he's, he's legit, but he's kind of a Goggins spinoff. He is. And, well, they're both SEALs, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Jocko's not any less of a badass. I got to post this link to this uh, good video because he's basically good. saying whatever shit happens. Yeah, oh, good. My, my car broke down. Good. Good. Yeah. He's good. Just, after every horrible thing that happens. figure it like, out. Good. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, good. Okay. That's just another I've actually sent this challenge. to my wife and daughter. <laughs> right. Because, you know. So many people have the victim mentality. Oh, you didn't make the team? Good. Good. Yeah. Yep. What are you going to do about it? Right. It's it's all about your reaction. Mm-hmm. And so many people have the victim uh, the victim mentality where they think, "Well, that sucks. I guess I'll never whatever." Rather than, "Well, how could I make it oh, next no. year?" No, no, no. No. It, no, no, it didn't suck. It, it was politics. It wasn't their fault. Right, exactly. It wasn't just because of your effort or, you know. Or your your, ability. your your ability, yeah, right. I mean, some people- Put that goddamn post-it on that accountability mirror. Exactly. stop lying to yourself. Yep. So anyways, back to now that we've totally, completely squirreled there. Oh, yeah. So the, the thing is, do you have the ability, if you have the crappy hand and you get the same calories as someone else and you gain weight more, as Jocko would say, good. You have the ability to overcome that. Yep. That's what these people and their families don't seem to understand or they don't believe. And as a result, many of these people have died, and it's really, really sad. So it says, uh, you know, every time a new episode airs, we take a light, lighthearted tone and filling you in on the dramatic transformations the cast of My 600-Part Life undergoes. Uh, what we don't go into is the former members of the cast who tragically lost their lives to obesity and health problems. So then it goes through... Um, okay, Gina Crassley. That's when we just talked about Jesus. You know, when I first I first got roped into watching this show one time, mm-hmm. and I got irate and I was pissed yeah. because yeah, Mel and Emmy were there watching it and they're like, "Oh, I'm like, what are you watching?" Oh, these people they're 600 pounds, and it just shows like a day in a life, and you hear their story. I'm like, interesting. <laughs> so I sat down and watched it, and I'm like, that's it. It's over. <laughs> well, when did they lose it? Oh no, no, that's not part of the story. Well, then what are we doing? Oh yeah. Well, we're just now we're just like they're circus freaks. I, we're just looking at them. I was waiting exactly for the. What, that's exactly what it is. I was waiting for the transformation, the right. loss, the yeah. how they got rid of it. Well, they try that. The, well, I should say people try to make them, but they typically don't do it. You know, they they have these doctors involved, and they get yeah, the gastric pipe That one doctor's and, awesome. He's pretty in your face, right? But you know, he has to be. You know, he has to be the David Coggins of doctors, right? <laughs> Did you ever see the video with him? I I, I got to say it because it's funny, but sure. he's with one of these these 600 pounders in, a, in the doctor's office and she goes, like he's like, scales broke or something. No, no. He goes, well, <laughs> do you, do you eat fruits and vegetables? And she's like, well, not really, but I'm a pretty picky eater. And he goes, you're 600 pounds. You're not a picky eater. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Okay, so here's another one. Kaleisa McMillan, 41 years old. James King, 49. He's like elderly. Well, yeah, I mean, and that, and he was 791 pounds. Oh, Jesus. Kelly Mason, um, doesn't say her age here, weighed 724 pounds. Holy Christ. Are there any success stories? Uh, Oh, says Kelly was one day away from her 42nd birthday, Sean Milliken, the 29. Oh my God. Weighed over 900 pounds, successfully lost over 400, but that still means you're 500. Right. I mean, and and I, and I hate this, you know, it's never too late to try and start, but if you're 900, it might be too late. Done. Yeah, if damage you're 900, probably it's done. probably too late. Yeah. You need to catch these people when they're at 200 pounds and on their way up. Um, Lisa. Okay. She was bedroom at over 700 pounds. Yikes. She looks a little bit older, but she was 50. Holy crap. She's only, I mean. She's a senior citizen. Look at that. Look yeah, at this girl you're watching on YouTube. I mean, I'm 50 in exactly... One month and nine days, and this looks like it could be my grandma. right. Holy Christ. James Bonner, 30 years old, died by suicide. Well, it's the other thing too is it, you know he could have easily it, died of a heart attack, but how do you think it fe- you feel being well, this huge? Sorry, but they all died of suicide. Well, true. but he, all he did was hasten it a little. Right. You know, he would've he would have dropped dead of something weight related soon enough. But I mean just how much that attacks your mental health too, being well, that huge. Be, using food as that much of a crutch and, and something you depend on and lean on as a part of your life, it's like losing a loved one. Yeah. When you have to lose the weight and you right. can't have it anymore. That's, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you're you're missing out on all that comfort. Robert Buchell, eight hundred was eight hundred forty pounds. Managed to drop three forty.
1: a fatal
0: heart attack. Again, not enough. Yep, not too enough. late. You're still way too big. Yep. Henry Foots was seven hundred and fifty pounds. He passed away a year after his uh, his season. Yeah, I mean that's that's not that's not a good list. That's really sad. No, we and, catch these sad and preventable. Catch them early. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, watch, <laughs> I would send all these people, David Goggins books, Draco books, you know, and, and I don't know. Well, I, I don't know how you catch these people. Like what's, how do you properly motivate them? The, 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 the debate in my house right now, <clears throat> excuse me, I need a cough button. The debate, in my turn house your head right and now. cough. That's my advice. <laughs> the, the, uh, <laughs> That's a different show. <laughs> we uh, we have a debate going on in the house right now. Is because my wife says that I am, and get this, it's a thing. But I am, to- I, ha- I have severe toxic positivity. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. My That's positivity good. is toxic. And I, wait, wait, wait. You, I'm gotta, like, you gotta explain. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, what does that mean? Um, <clears throat> stop feeling that way, Josh. Other people have it way worse. Mm. That's toxic positivity. What you should say is, "It's okay to feel I that feel way." for you. It's okay to feel I what empathize. you're feeling. I empathize. Empathize. It's okay to feel what yeah. you're feeling. Feel it and then move on. Right. But 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 process it and feel it. Mm. And I'm a bootstrap guy. Yeah. I'm yep. a stop fucking feeling sorry for yourself yep because it's true somebody does have it worse yeah i'm listening to the goggins book he grew up as jack would say good good he grew up with in a closet peeking out a window watching his dad beat the shit out of his mom right and having to work at his dad's fucking roller rink until two in the morning at eight years old right and he had to sleep in school yeah and he grew up in that right and these people who have every advantage in life and mm-hmm. they're sub, you know, suburban, white, 2.5 children, cat, dog, <laughs> perfect life, right get thrown a little bit of a curveball and it's fucking woe is me. Yep. Whoa, whoa, I have it so rough. No, you don't. It's all relative. But yeah, then there's they always say, somebody just who's- let me. F-. But then the, the point is, and I get it, is it's okay for me to have feelings. About mm-hmm. what I'm experiencing, well, I gotta Google that <clears throat> feelings. But I get it. I'm a, I'm a sensitive <laughs> chap. But, but I am a I'm way more sensitive. But but here's where we got really got into the debate, and I'll end it here. Otherwise, it's a, it's probably a whole other show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm way more empathetic to telling Mal or you or oh, I agree. Process it, feel your feelings, process it. But you know who I'm not that way with? Me. Right. And I'm that needs to be okay with you that I'm that way with myself. Well, if you were 800 pounds, we'd say you're fucking up. But since you're in shape and improving, you know anybody that objectively looks at you has to go. Well, it's working for them. So why do we need to correct it? Well, right, right, right. So why are you so hard on yourself? Because you can do. Well, that's what, what know, works for you. You can run a mile. Goggins is still kicking his own ass. Right. <laughs> and, and it's like, I can run a mile in 630. And I'm like, fat motherfucker, that's way too slow. You have to be under six minutes. And people are like, yeah. there's people in this world that can't even run around the block. What do you think of them? I don't well, fucking care. Yeah, they, can, they should improve their time too. They can do whatever they want. Right. But I'm mad at myself because mine is only six thirty. You're right. You can't worry about every everybody's situation. They, you know, and I'm not toxic. Po- that's not toxic positivity when I'm telling it to myself. Right. I don't think so. So it's a account- It might be toxic accountability. <laughs> the jury, the jury has spoken. Your wife is wrong. <laughs> well, no, the no, husband no. jury has this, spoken. This isn't her. This is. It. <laughs> so I actually looked it up a little bit. It's act. It's a. It's a thing. Right. Well, then the world is wrong. I- I the husband so. jury has spoken. If that's your thing and you need the pot constant Whatever you're feeling is what you're feeling and that's okay. If that's well, whatever gets if that's you, if, yeah, if that's you, right. kick ass. Cool. But that's not me. But if you're you know, and your wife's really in shape, but if she was super out of shape and telling you that, I I'd just be like, Well, which one of us is <laughs> right, right achieving the, oh, right. the results here? You know, and right. if that works for her, because she's really in shape. So I'd say everybody has a unique approach and that's okay. Right. You know, you're not shitting on other people. No. Unless they pay you to do it. Right. <laughs> and that's what they respond to. You <laughs> right. can't shit on them. and Yeah. That's you, not you don't their, just come out of the gate like type. That. Right. But if they, if you know, that's, if you find discover that's what will work. During the intake. Josh, did it. you play f- high school football? Yes. <laughs> okay. Now I know. Good. I can shit on yep. him. Yep. Where's the garbage can? Because I'm going to throw it at them. <laughs> right. That's awesome. All right. Well, we better move on here. Um, okay. So we're going to talk about... Okay. Well, one thing I want to talk about um, f- first was a r- little recap of last week. We talked about the uh, calcium score. Remember? The coronary... The CAC. Yeah, the CAC, the <laughs> calcium, cardiac calcium. And our local hospital, Essentia, calls it cardiac calcium scoring. And I have a uh, site here, so anybody in the Fargo, Moorhead, uh, you know, North Dakota, Minnesota area here—that's um, where I go to. Our buddy Jack pointed yep. this out to me. Oh, okay. He said, and I'll bring up another site that talks about how they're doing this. But you can go get this test, and it's only fifty bucks for this whole—the test and a whole like lipid panel and everything. So I'm definitely going to go do this. Uh, But this article goes into why. I'm assuming the insurance probably covers it. Maybe. But, I mean, even if you just got to pay out of pocket. Right. Well, yeah, because it it says that people like over 40, it's really who's – They're targeting because that's who's had enough time to do the damage to the arteries. So this article goes into why calcium buildup is is the best predictor. And it really says it's for people that don't have symptoms. In fact, it says this test is not for people who have symptoms of chest pain or shortness of breath. This test is for people who have no symptoms whatsoever, but who may have risk factors. Such as diabetes, longstanding history, oh. of smoking, cholesterol, or high blood pressure. Who want to know their true risk of a heart attack and are willing to take action based on the results? So you know you might. So you have to almost be of the mindset and say, "I'm going to use this data to make changes. Right. I'm going to go find out." And it says, "Yeah, the test is primarily for people 45 and older." So, um, but it looks pretty non-invasive. Uh, I think they just do a little scan. I'm not sure about the prep. I'm going to go do it and I'll. Have a full report. So, yeah, let me know how you set it up because I have the Essential app. I could probably. Yep, and it's got uh, it's got right a number before. here. It just says uh, to if you want to schedule it, call you know this number 364 beat. <laughs> Get it? Like heartbeat? Oh, that's good. So fifty bucks includes a lipid profile, calcium scoring test, an EKG, Jeez. and a consult. That's pretty freaking good. It's almost like they want. I've, it's almost like they want to prevent giant hospital stays for once so that's you know that's good i like seeing that and then you can of course but they'll probably use this as a as just a hook and a hook in the water to get people to get more statins but ba- i'm gonna ignore there'll that a, there'll be a will be a little basket of statin samples which flavor statin do you like two cherry statin or, or grape statin two, three we have plenty <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think about that. It's just a giant funnel for stuff. Every six months, I have number one and three, anyways, just about. <laughs> oh, lipid in the EKG. Yeah. But yeah, this calcium scoring, that's that's the one I want because that seems to be the def- more definitive test. Is there actual damage in your arteries that are, could cause this buildup? So that was just a little recap on that. You know, 50 bucks. I might send clients there. Right. Yeah, why would you want to know? Like, especially if somebody's really overweight and maybe had, has, has had a horrible diet for a long time. Has because you know what I'm going to do if I say, "Hey, you know," just came to me, mm-hmm. light bulb. Mm-hmm. I need your calcium score. Oh, sent to me right before you can join my keto group. There you go. Yeah. Well. It, because li- almost the, a liability thing. If it's through the roof, I'm yeah. not gonna tell you to eat pork chop fat <laughs> right. twelve times a day. <laughs> exactly. And just for their own awareness too. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's uh so everybody, you know, if whatever town you're in, see if this is available. Cause that's when we were speculating, we were like it's a thousand bucks, it's gonna be fifteen hundred bucks. Fifty bucks they'll do this. Because I think it's a pretty it says here affordable, painless, non invasive. So I think you just sit there and they run a little And I have an HSA, so I can use that. Yeah, for 50 bucks, shit. That's pre-tax dollars. It's pocket change. All right, let's get into our term for the week. Magnesium. Electrolyte. So, yep. So it's one of the three main, like when you look at these electrolyte supplements, like LMNT, the one that I get, it has sodium, potassium, and magnesium. Those are the three biggies. Those are the three biggies. So we're going to talk about magnesium today. Not the whole time, right? Hmm. Not okay, gonna talk about magnesium the whole time, right? No, just as a little we're just defining it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure. You were pre bored. I was. I'm already I, was pre-bored. Bored, I was bored before I even got bored. Before I even said one sentence. I, I was bored with the <laughs> but at the potential of the being idea born. of it. Okay. Magnesium is an important mineral playing a role in over three hundred enzyme reactions. See, not everybody knows this shit. We're here to educate, Dewey. we? All right. I'll just be over here. Uh, 300 enzyme reactions in the human body. Its many functions include helping with muscle and nerve function, regulating blood pressure, and supporting the immune system. Uh, So an adult body can contain around 25 grams of magnesium, 50 to 60% of which the skeletal system stores. The rest is present in muscle, soft tissues, and bodily fluids. Many people in the United States do not get enough magnesium in their diet. The deficiency symptoms are uncommon in otherwise healthy people. So uh, they link magnesium deficiency with a range of health complications uh, Let's see um okay here's some stuff that's rich in it almonds spinach cashew nuts are some of the highest f- uh, foods highest in magnesium if a person cannot get enough magnesium through their diet their doctor may recommend taking supplements is this one that you supplement yeah so, just by itself, or do you have like an electrolyte supplement? Nope, I have magnesium pills. Magnesium pills. So, yep. what, what's your dose that you take in a day? Uh, I can't remember. I want to say 2,000. Okay. Let's see. Magnesium is one of the seven essential macro minerals. These macro minerals are minerals that people need to consume in relatively large amounts, at least 100 milligrams per day. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm way more than that. Yes, yeah, so I just iron think. I think they're 300 milligram tabs, and okay. I, take, I take three of them. Oh, so you're like a 1,000. Okay. So you're 10 times over. That's good. So it says it's vital for many bodily functions and can help prevent or treat chronic diseases, including Alzheimer's, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and migraine. Yeah, and then it talks about all the things that it's beneficial, bone health, diabetes, cardiovascular health, <clears throat> migraine headaches, premenstrual syndrome. Yep, you don't want to get that, do we? I already have it. Anxiety. Mel tells me all the time. Or she asks me all the time, "Are you're on your period. <laughs> Good. All right. So, oh, here's the recommended daily intake. So for us, thirty-one to fifty years, male four hundred twenty so so milligrams. Yep, female three hundred twenty. So it goes up as you get older because you probably your body must make less of it. In direct benefit mm-hmm. for me was um, when I started taking it as a supplementation for electrolytes because mm-hmm. I cramp when I train hard. Is my blood pressure went down. Oh wow and for me i've used those lmnt which is the the powder mix of the three potassium and magnesium and sodium rob wolf right and for me it it made any negative symptoms of fasting go away whereas i used to feel like really kind of like lethargic and i would get crampy and i remember i was like you have to have electrolytes when you're fast yes right and i I learned this lesson extremely hard way one time. I went to a real estate conference down in Texas, and I sat in this conference room, and I was in incredible- I can smell the cologne. <laughs> I was in incredible, achy, achy pain. My muscles were just, ugh, like everywhere hurt. And I, I was like popping ibuprofens. I'm like, what the so hell? dehydration. It, it was just- yeah, complete lack of... Well, I was drinking water, though. Doesn't matter if you don't absorb it. Right. That's and I, why you need I, the electrolytes. Exactly. And I was doing a, a... I was in the middle of a fast, and holy crap, dude. I almost had to, like... I couldn't take enough ibuprofen or a leave or whatever to make it go away. Really? It was brutal. And then... You're kind of a baby. <laughs> Good. <laughs> no, right. Good. But, but then as soon as I took some... I, I, like, did some research, and they were like, you know, try some salt water, you know, like a, a lot of these just home remedies, whatever. As soon as I did, the shit went away. Salt water. It went away. I mean, it it at least got me up to the baseline. And so now whenever I'm doing intermittent fasting or, like, a th- two-day or, or three-day or something, take one of those packets a day, and a big thing of water. I, oh, my yeah. God. Dude, I feel the same way. I, I have so no I negative do, effects. So what I do is I take the Himalayan salt in my water. <laughs> Oh. Just two turns yep. in my water, slam the water. Yeah. Don't even taste it. Yep. And this element tea stuff is very salty. Oh, even is if it? you put it in like thirty ounces, you know, it's because it's a pretty generous amount of all these of this powder. Yeah, but but I don't mind it. Yeah. And I just treat it like medicine. I'm like, this isn't for my enjoyment. This is so I don't right. cramp up and feel like shit. Yeah. But it gets rid of all this the negative. Aspects of fasting for me anyway So I'll look into those The only negative aspect for me of fasting is being hungry <laughs> Which goes away It really does It, really it didn't today though oh. Today, I, Today's my light day So mm-hmm. I'm not like super high intensity So I will probably I won't burn shit probably today <sighs> um, I'll probably burn well, Where am I at right now Talks among yourself. we're going to get into our topic for the week here, which is uh, this article. Now, we've talked about carnivore Aurelius a bunch of times. Yep. And And now I'm starting to be a bobo. I'm really starting to like him. I know. It's funny because he's triggered me many times and he's kind of a contrarian and a troll and he pokes the eyes of everyone just to get attention, which he definitely does. And I... it's not that I don't think he believes this cuz I think he 100% does, but he also loves the fact that it's very contrarian. Oh, cuz he has all these carnivore bobos that were like, oh, yeah. oh including he's, me. He's a god. Including me, look, you know, being the standard carnivore worshipper. But if you going f- wait a minute. If you follow, if you put together the, if you follow the breadcrumbs and you put together the timeline like a detective and you mm-hmm. recreate the timeline when he started slowly going down this road mm-hmm. is when Saladino started eating honey. Eating honey, yep. Yep. Well, yeah, it's, it's been an interesting evolution in the carnivore side of things. Some people were like completely hardcore, strict, dogmatic. Some meat, people had to be just because of their, water. their tolerance, right. like Michaela Peterson, which we've brought up many times. Yep. Most people don't have to be that strict. It's Some people just stay that strict just because they. it's kind of like drinking. They want to... You know, they don't want to fall back into their old habits. And it's like being a, a vegan. Right. You like to tell people, strictly. Right. Are. They, they, it's almost a pride thing, a yep. badge of honor. My The way I've sort of landed is I'm meat, or I'm animal based. That's kind of how I look at it. Like the, the foundation of everything I eat oh, is, sure. is animal based. Kind of <laughs> like when people say plant based, well, they're not, means they don't. Doesn't mean they're not vegan. Cause, Doesn't mean they're cause, vegan. Because technically, I'm plant-based. Right. Right now, I'm technically plant-based. Exactly. I eat way more plants than meat right now. And guess what? If you go to a McDonald's and get the Whopper combo meal, you're plant-based. Right. Because (laughs) of the volume of food- One little beer patty. There's one little beef patty in there. Yep. And the rest is all made from plants. Yep. So that's plant-based. So don't act like eating burger combos and Big Mac meals is animal-based. It's not. When people say, I'm plant-based, I say, oh, me too. Oh, you're vegan? Not what I said. Right. It's not what you said. So I've... So what they've done is they're trying to hijack the term plant-based right. because vegan has be negative vegan. connotation. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so... Just like instead of keto, it's low-carb, low high-fat. Yep. So what I've kind of landed on is I'm animal-based. Does it mean I never eat plants? No. I'm not that... Right. I don't need to be that right. dogmatic because right. I'm not... I don't have the symptoms sure. of a Michaela Peterson who has rheumatoid arthritis and... I, I don't have that, that toxicity if they're in quotes, if there is any of plants, doesn't Plus, affect me negatively. Plus you're super open-minded. Yeah. Not being dogmatic. Exactly. So you would say, you know what? Polly, Dr. Saladino, I'm going to try it. I'm going to have a little honey before I work out. Yep. See what happens. Exactly. You know what? If you do 57 unbroken chin-ups, honey <laughs> it is. Hey, you know what? 23 as of yesterday. Nice. I'm, I'm up to – I'm putting in one every two weeks. I'm going up. That's my average. So I'm I'm getting there. That's fantastic. <clears throat> All right. So anyway, so let's get back to this article. And this – we're not going to go through this whole thing because we're already over an hour here, and this article is freaking long. It's super long. Very extensive. I, I'm going to put the link in. I, I did ha- make a s- snippet screenshot of his list bullet points of homeostasis, to ach- what it means to achieve homeostasis. Okay. That, that, was, that was brilliant. So the, That should be a graphic on the internet by itself. Right, and we'll get, we'll get to that. So basically the thesis or the main summary of this is that sugar is not bad for you because sugar is so demonized. And he makes the case in this article, sugar is just like red meat. It was demonized, but it shouldn't be. I mean, he's like completely like flipping the script here. Well, you know, to his, to his credit, <laughs> it was demonized because of too much. First sentence, sugar, the only thing demonized today more than my beloved red meat. Well, just when you thought my views couldn't get any more controversial, I'm here to prove you wrong. <laughs> so then, he, I mean, sugar supposedly causes cancer, obesity, and diabetes. Sometimes it will even jump out of the bag and punch you in the face. <laughs> no. no. Overconsumption of energy causes those things. So he says... uh um, sugar can supposedly cause cancer. Ca- I used to think this too. It took me a while to open my eyes, but it's nice being able to see again. Recently, I've been sugar pilled. <laughs> this guy's a—he's a funny writer too. So yeah, it's just a funny article. Um, it makes him a good follow. He's very snarky. Yeah. Um, at this point, given how incorrect every mainstream view is, frankly, I'm not even surprised. The truth is, sugar is not bad for you. In fact, I now believe that sugar, predominantly in fruit form, okay, here's a—that's an important distinction because yep. people are going to say oh good ice cream bars and snickers mm-hmm. and they're, f- they're filled with that. Mm-hmm. Right. He's saying sugar primarily in fruit form is medicine, a necessary ingredient in an optimal diet. So he flipped. I mean, he went from meat meat you know, meat meat, 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 meat water, salt, water. salt, you know, to meat and berries, meat and straw, you know, strawberries, meat and whatever. And you know what? Everything is going to come full circle and guess who's going to be l- the last one standing, laughing this when it's all over. The fucking paleo diet, people. Oh, that's kind of where it's all circling back. Around. It is. Yeah. It is right. paleo diet. If if the cavemen ate it, and what so did that they eat? Like they ate meat, berries, meat, whatever berries. they could forage yep. for. No, nothing out of a box. Right. They didn't have boxes. <laughs> right. And then barely even invented fire. So, <laughs> I like this quote here: "Everything popular is wrong." Oscar Wilde, mm-hmm. except CrossFit. <laughs> And then he says, take the pill, even though it hurts. Sugar is life force. <laughs> it's the red pill. Sleep and forget I ever sent that. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, yeah. He, that's right there. Okay. So, where, where did you want to highlight? That's what I, all those red bullet points. Okay. Right here. So, that's what I, okay. Here's what he says. And oh, now let's, now here's, he says some funny shit in here, too. Oh, for sure. But health it's in, true. Health, in my opinion, is what the agents called chi. It is number one, great stable energy, restorative deep sleep. Clear skin, sex drive. I Oops. think you're thinking, looking for the. Burner. I meant this one. <laughs> Clear skin, sex drive, non-painful periods. I know they suck. Thick, luscious hair. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> good libido. Wait a minute. He said sex drive, and then good libido. Is that different? <laughs> uh, I think that's more. Or is he feminine. just doubling down? Yeah, probably. Um, optimized hormonal balance, peaceful mood. Not, peeing, not 20. peeing twenty times a day, low stress, lean old. muscle mass, well functioning gut. It is m- so much more than having a six pack, and this is <laughs> part of where we have gone wrong. Well, like you said last week, what did you say? Like other oh, bodybuilders say, any anybody can have a six pack. Oh, any nerd, you just had a have juice six-pack. cleanse. Yeah, any nerd can have a six pack. <laughs> real, real yeah. strength. That's not you? muscle muscle building. That's right. just lack of fat. Right. <clears throat> Yeah, so. And he's got some funny memes in here. Everybody's yelling at the eat sugar. <laughs> All the funny, uh, pissed off internet memes. And then I mean, we're like, you know, not even ten percent into the article. Oh, here. it's not even scratch uh, the surface I down. Mean, but th- at the same time it's um But you got to read source this source matters. Read this with an open mind. Yep. And the source matters. Yep. And timing matters. Yeah. And I didn't get far enough because it is a long ass article. Oh, well, it's very long. But I didn't get far enough to, if he talks about timing. Okay, so what he says was, uh, the sugar in our diets comes in three main forms today. Starches, which are predominantly made up of chains of glucose. These are things like potatoes and grains. Fruit, most people don't realize that fruit is approximately 50% glucose and 50% fructose. Thus, is a sucrose molecule. Number three, table sugar, sucrose, pretty much the same thing as fruit. So that's what he's saying. It is. hundred percent it, it is. Right. Four is where you, now, things get sideways. Yep. Four. High fructose corn syrup. Frankenstein hybrid of the two above containing up uh oh containing up well there's a typo there, containing some fructose and some starch that is not the same as table sugar. So many people today will tie themselves in a knot. Huh, Another typo. Trying to claim natural fruit is healthy, but table sugar is not. Rip the Band-Aid off and realize the two are pretty much the same thing and be free. Oh. That's, they are. That's tough to swallow. Well, I've said a million times, sugar is sugar. That, that's so, I know, but I'm just saying i got to unprogram myself because. How many times have I said? And then Six maggot- months ago, I would have said. If yep. somebody would have said, here's a th- pile of strawberries and here's a spoonful of, you know, table sugar, I would have said, well, throw that in the garbage and eat those if you have to choose. Right. But he's saying- Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Your bo- to your body, it's the same the thing. The problem is, is that handful of table sugar is condensed. Right. And there's no other nutrients. You can overeat it. In, you know. the, in the handful of strawberries, you have fiber and vitamin C, vitamin D. And as Ted Naiman talks about the satiety per calorie. Right. So- you could eat a lot of tablespoons worth before you might be full. Whereas if you tried to eat five pounds of strawberries. Dude, there's hardly any calories. You're going to get full way quick. People don't realize that. Yeah. You you can eat a whole Mm -hmm. bowl of strawberries and it's like 60 calories. Yeah. And you'll be full. For sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so, you know, I'm not going to go through this whole thing. So he talks about all the myths. Well, he says myths of why sugar is bad for you.
1: Because you overeat
0: it, um, and then he he does a lot of correlation versus causation bullshit kind of myth busting here because he said per capita cheese consumption also rose and right alongside people who become tangled in their bed sheets and die. So therefore, per capita cheese, you know cheese consumption must be to blame. He's just being that funny. goes back. He's, you remember my analogy? <clears throat> it goes back to the the confirmation bias analogy that I use all the time that says, one hundred or no ninety nine point nine nine percent of people in car, in fatal car accidents were wearing shoes. So car, so shoes obviously <laughs> cause car accidents. Exactly. Yeah, that because you can lay lay you can find things that'll correlate. Right. Very closely, but they don't necessarily mean they're related. Exactly. And that's something people use to manipulate themselves and others. Um, well, and if there's a graph and numbers, oh yeah, and it's on the internet and It's fucking true. No matter true. what. That's what Abraham Lincoln said. Yep. He did. <laughs> I saw the meme. Yeah, this was it, my favorite one. This is right a good here. one. He says, fruit tastes good. <laughs> That's a dumb guy. And then, and then there's a guy on the other side. Or and then the vast. it's a bell curve. here in the vast majority in the middle. Say, no, you can survive without eating any sugar. Peter Atias says, blood sugar spikes are bad. And people with diabetes have high blood sugar. That's like the bulk of people like us. Yep. And then there's the fully... Fully woke, realize fully realized spiritual creaminess individual, and at the end, he says, "Yes, you don't need to eat any sugar to survive. Sh- sugar is the primary fuel for your brain. This is why your body will turn protein into sugar when you don't eat any. The reason why people like sugar so much is because it signals to your brain you can finally relax. Do you want to just survive or thrive, dude? How many times have I said this <laughs> when it comes to like physical fitness? Yeah, I'm eating tons of carbs right now. Why?" Because I need performance yeah. right? Because I want to thrive. Yep. I don't just want to reach homeostasis by laying on the couch. Right, exactly. And then he goes into why a lot of these studies are bullshit, um, pokes a bunch of holes on that. and He says the studies vilifying sugar are all garbage. Then he goes in insane detail. He, he shits on Peter Atia, Lane Norton, you know, all these guys. He's basically just oh, crapping on I, I everybody. I think he was agreeing with Lane Norton. Oh, was it? He? He? Well, yeah, sugar he, doesn't cause disease. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Yep, yep, he's agreeing with him. Um, oh, but he was shitting on Dr. Tro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. So he, he's going against all these, you know, carnivore, and, and low carb guy. type. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, Taubs, yep. I mean, basically anybody that's a low carb, high fat. Well, all these carnivore and keto people are anti-sugar, so he's shitting on all of them, mm-hmm. fully. You know, and he's saying, "Bring it on!" And in his mind, you know, he's got the data to back well, that, it up. Here, it just said confirmation bias is a hell of a drug. <laughs> exactly, it is because yep. people will. It's like Bill Burr says: people just go on the internet and go to fucking right dot com <laughs> until they search up what they want, what they already believe. Does that exist? No, <laughs> no. Okay, here's a good graphic. So. It's a and I've used this similar graphic for uh, like when you show it shows a burger and it says don't blame the meat for what the bun has Oh, has right. Done. right. And this this one says don't blame sugar and fruit for what this shit did and then it's got coke, crisco, you know, fruit uh, high corn syrup and then a bunch of candy. So he's but, making but, a distinction. But I like where he's going with this and yeah. I do happen to agree with him. But yeah, but that doesn't mean you can make up thirty-five to forty percent of your nutritional intake in a day of right. sugar. Nope, exactly. So then he talks about why the myth of the sugar breaks keto and that's bad. He no, it doesn't. That. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. That's yeah. bullshit. I that's tell people bullshit. that all the time. He says myth number two: sugar makes you fat. He goes into why that's bullshit. Um. I mean, this is very, very extensive here. Um, It's number three, eating sugar causes insulin resistance and diabetes. So I want to get to kind of a summary here just because we're already an hour and 15 in here. Um, And one, oh, one thing he does say, though, he says, and this is really a flip. He goes, keto can help put a Band-Aid on the issue, almost like skipping leg day at the gym because you have weak legs, but it doesn't actually solve the problem. Just to drive the home the point, sugar can even be beneficial for it. At least talking about diabetes here. Yep. In this study, high carb diets, sixty five to eighty-five percent, were highly therapeutic for diabetes. According to researchers, virtually all sucrose contained in the high sucrose diet was added to fruits, milk, beverages, and coffee. The sugars are innocuous and even beneficial only in the form of diluted solutions. Is also suggested by the improved glucose tolerance with a liquid formula diet containing 85% of energy as dextrose or a mixture of dextrins and maltose. The more sugar they ate, the better they processed sugar. Uh. Mm. But, Mm. so why do I say when I have keto groups, what do I call them? Call what? My keto groups. Uh, beginners kickstart, kickstart, right? Yep, what is a kickstart? You're just getting them, it's a band out of their, yep, you're getting them, you're just jerking Breaking them out the of rhythm. their standard American yeah. diet, yep, and their normal habits, yep, because yep. we're going to reintroduce, and that's why, same thing with carnivore, like it's good as an elimination, to right? See, what's, you, what's bothering? What do you feel like when you have a baseline of nothing affecting you? Um, and then you can much like these guys who are living it for years, like Paul Saladino, have reintroduced honey, berries. Yep. And it doesn't because, bother them. Right, and, he, and actually, he might see, see a benefit. Right. Whereas a guy like Sean Baker hasn't got there yet, and maybe he won't because- He's, he's pretty dogmatic. And he's performing at a high level. I mean, he's breaking world records in rowing, sure. so you can't argue with that. But he could right. just be a crazy outlier, too. 100%. Which, I mean, he obviously is, as, just as a human. Um, so, yeah, yeah it's uh, – Yeah, he well, is – Oh, here's one that was tough for me. Myth number four, sugar causes inflammation. Ooh, see, I just sh- – I definitely correlate those all the time. But here's the problem. They could. Mm-hmm. Sugar could, just mm-hmm. like fat could. Right. So you he, you can't make a blanket statement and say that sugar – does not cause inflammation. Yep, in everyone. And he kind of uh, makes a distinction here. He says sugar can cause inflammation when you consume way too much of it. Fructose is our liver's go-to fuel, which is why people often have the misconception that it's bad for the liver. Unlike alcohol, it doesn't go to the liver for de- detoxification purposes. It actually goes there for fuel. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, he's just really put the work in on this. That's why you need the. That's why you get Jolly Ranchers at mile thirteen. <laughs> Right. In the marathon. Oh, here's, here's another one, too, because I used to pretty much just believe this. Sh- Myth number six, sugar causes cancer. Because have you ever heard that thing that, that. That, that cancer, cancer feeds, feeds on it? Yes. Right. But that's that. out there, though. It is. It's a thing. But. It says, according to some people, sugar is like rocket fuel for cancer. However, this is another reductionist misconception people have based on a superficial read of the evidence. And then he goes into eight paragraphs of why that's bullshit well, because somebody said i cured my cancer by not eating sugar right it probably would have went in remission anyways or maybe something else you eliminated that was mm. attached to the sugar it's not like they just took extracted all the sugar from their foods and just left that out did you retract did you eat you know? did you quit did you quit sugar and your cancer went into remission and did you quit chemo right I mean, right. well, and what, whatever else was involved. Forget <laughs> the chemo. I didn't have sugar. That's why you have that's to what did it. Well, that's why you have to have controlled studies. Right? Where there's a control group when the only thing you're switching out is the sugar. Right. Right. You know, that's why they do those. Um, so he goes into that. Um, so and then he ends it with, uh, um, okay. So it all comes back to the to energy. It's likely that cortisol plays a major role in cancer metabolism. Studies are now addressing this pathway. Then he talks about a study on pancreatic cancer, blocking cortisol, being reversed by blocking cortisol. So basically blaming, you know, not sugar, but that, that stress hormone for the cancer growth. And it says, and if cancer is really addicted to fatty acid oxidation, like the studies above suggest, then the last thing you'd want to do is increase fat consumption. In fact, you'd probably want to block fatty acid oxidation. And some studies suggest that may be effective. Both aspirin and uh, niacinamide are fatty acid oxidation blockers and have both suppressed tumor growth and caused cancer cells to die in a number of studies. In this study, aspirin was effective at slowing breast cancer breast cancer tumor growth. Yeah, so crazy. So, and then he um, lists a bunch of uh, other related information. So, boy. I want to see this guy in real life, by the way. He's really good at, like, and who knows? Maybe it's a group of people. You know? Maybe it's a girl. Yeah. Could well. Right. Could be. So it's kind of a. But I'm kind of I'm on a a Marcus Aurelius kick right now. So. Right. I like his name. Yep. Yep. So um, but he sells beef liver and steaks crisps. Yep that's his that's his end game. You know he's is he's he's making you know the carnivore snacks. That's his audience. You know what would have been, as the kids would say, you know what would have been, how ironic is it that, that he published that on my birthday? What would have been super dope is <laughs> at the end of this article he went, just kidding. <laughs> After weeks of of annotated research, yep. and psych, yep. I was just go psych. I was just joshing you. Gotcha. <laughs> that would have been funny. It's just a goof. Yep. So, you know, I guess all I can say is Always be open-minded. Be trying different stuff on yourself, experimenting, and seeing what works because it's never... It's never settled. It's never settled, yeah, exactly. Never settled. These people are always evolving, and you know you got to mimic the people that are at the place where you want to be ultimately and try not to be too dogmatic. And we've, of course, gone over that many times, but... And of one, just get right. there. Yep. You figure it out. You know, people are like, well, what about keto? Sure. What yeah. about vegan? Absolutely. Yeah. But, well, why aren't Try you answering it. my question? I am. I don't know <laughs> for you yet. It reminds me of, uh, we got to go through it. When I was at another real estate conference and the guy, who's was a very smart guy at the front of the room. People would throw questions out and it's funny how all these different subject matters are the same. They would say, what about this? And he would say, his answer was always, it depends. That's my answer every time. It depends, it depends, it depends. All the time he would say yep, that. I and always do. It became yep. a joke He's." Because somebody would say a question, you would be like, you know what I'm going to say? It depends. Because everyone's it circumstance does. is different. Every, it, it depends. Right. And, you know, and all the some amounts. Some people get frustrated. Yeah. Because they think, well, I'm paying you. You should have all the and answers. want prescriptive advice. Right. Yeah. So and so what, I, what, I, what I'm slowly. Which you can get to. Exactly. But what I'm slowly learning about nutrition coaching is I'm like. Point, grabbing your shoulders and pointing you down this path mm-hmm. that you probably could do yourself yeah and you're and with my guidance you're going to right and i could also you know make my own food but it doesn't mean i don't go to restaurants right but people are going to say well you should be doing all this for me nope no i'm just helping you f- figure out which there's all these little rivers connected And I'm just trying to go. Yeah, because you're not going to be following them around the rest of their lives. Right. Hopefully the idea is they get educated. Eventually you don't need me. Right. They get educated and then a couple years down the road, they're off on their own and kicking ass. And if they need to come back once in a while for a refresher or something. That's fine. But yeah, they should have to be able to handle this stuff on their own eventually. It's not. People are so, there's there's such a huge misconception that people are going to come to me and I'm going to go, thanks for hiring me. Appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Do this, 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 and this, and you're going to be fit as fuck. Have a good day. <laughs> Case closed. Yeah, it's just yeah. that's not how it works. No, it's not. You know, you go, you have a grocery, they're a shopping list. You go to Target and you buy these twelve things and you put them in the cart and you pay for them and you go home and you're done. And it's just it's in it's in this neat little wrapped. The the whole process is in this neat little perfectly wrapped package and it's no. done and it's over. It's just fluid. It's so fluid and constantly changing and right? right. there's, there's environmental factors and there's weather and there's seasonal factors and there's family stuff and people die and you lose jobs and yep. Well it's, it reminds me of when my wife was going to get fit this is you know 20 years ago bought all the videotapes, right mm-hmm. you know the workout videotapes so mission you know mission over. Mission right. accomplished. Yep, accomplished That's all I had to do. <laughs> I paid the money. That was the harder part. that was the hardest part. <laughs> right. That was my hard-earned money. That should be enough.
1: Because so many of them
0: got f- used. The problem's still in the wrapper. <laughs> right? When all she really needed to do was do 50 burpees as fast as she can every day. Yeah. It, well, that's the thing is people almost look, they see that, uh, that startup you know, investment or whatever. They see that as, "Wow, oh, that's the reason I never do it. When they really, you don't have to do anything. No. Like you don't need a big home gym or even a gym membership. It's like, do as many push-ups as you can. Do as many air squats as you can. Find a place to do some chin-ups. Do have, those to failure every day. I have a friend that figured that <laughs> you out know? the hard way, and he just – it was – I needed – I need, I need better running shoes. I need lifting gloves. I need I need better headphones to distract me. Well, he I, does need lifting gloves. Nope. Nobody needs lifting and, gloves. You need fucking calluses. <laughs> you need, and you know what works great? Batting gloves that you bought at Shields. <laughs> that are too big. <laughs> that, look <like> go, that, <laughs> that look like goalie mitts. That, that, that have like an extra inch on each finger. <laughs> Professional soccer <laughs> goalie mitts. Oh, shit. That's good stuff. What do you call them? Bitch mitts? <laughs> <laughs> all right good stuff all right guys we're gonna wrap it up there so check out all this information we'll post it all in the show notes send us info uh send us emails at info at fitinfurious dot com. make sure you're watching on youtube anywhere audio podcasts are found apple spotify google etc please subscribe rate review and share on youtube we're at 98 subscribers as of right oh, now i wonder we if lost won. one then we gained another one i wonder one. if i'm one <laughs> yeah you better we need two subscribers just two come on any homeless person you see on the street that happens to have a laptop direct them to the fit and furious channel on youtube and get them to subscribe well you could get the youtube app on your phone you don't need a laptop right i I really want to see a hundo that's my goal is your wife one of them i I don't know if she even has a youtube account but yeah and we need to get grandma or youtube account so please subscribe on youtube and go to FuriousMerch.com I just designed the Ga- Rains Rains out gains out shirt. Oh, gotta, nice. I'm gonna upload that soon. So look for that. Like it. And we will see you next week.